Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch, and I'm here with Ricky. And uh, Ricky, check this out. Roll that intro. Watch. You gotta watch. You gotta oh, watch. you gotta watch it. Oh damn! You gotta watch it. Look at that intro. Hey, we're still in Tokyo. Don't worry about it, guys. It's coming. Oh, that's Osaka. That's Alex. Alex just looks oh, like man. an asshole in this video. He just like what? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Oh wait, did we, we did we wait 15 seconds before I said a bad word? I don't know. Oh dude, no. dude it's gone. <gasps> Look at that! No way! Ah, oh, Ricky. hey, hey! Good times, <laughs> the good old times. <laughs> I'm included. Yes, we should we should update this with a couple more like different shots of the, the rest. Of, although I, mean, I don't think we have any new shots of um, Natsuki though. Hmm. She hasn't yeah. really done anything in three years except for have babies. So yeah, we'll. You know, you can film it. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of footage out there of me in the wild. So. No, there we got a lot of footage of you. You have no idea. Just, oh. You just wait. It's going to come. It's oh, going to come. All right, let's get to the headlines today, guys. Uh, so if you haven't heard, there is this big case that's going on right now in Japan. It's the Luffy case. Uh, it's The headline on this article is eight arrests in case linked to the Luffy group robberies across Japan. But that number is actually ballooned to 30 at the time of this recording. Uh, Japan has been rocked by robberies, which began last year and appear to be carried out by people instructed by ringleaders using the encrypted messaging app Telegram. Among the cases is the murder robbery of a 90-year-old, I'm not going to say her name, in her home in the city of Komae in Tokyo on January 19th. Um, in the case, the police believe that the suspects colluded in forcibly entering a residence, injuring a resident, and stealing gold bullion and other valuables, and some 35 million yen. So that's about almost $300,000 uh, in cash. Uh, this is, okay, this is just, this is such a Japanese thing. Japanese people just have tons of cash. Like, I don't understand this. Just lying around? To like, be yeah, like the, the, the travel agencies in Japan have to instruct Japanese people that when they travel abroad, don't carry all of your money in your wallet. You know, like, uh, it's, just, it's such a Japanese Traveling thing. 101. Yeah. Analysis of phones belonging to some of the, those arrested show that they received instructions from three names, Luffy, Kim, and Mitsuhashi. The telephone number linked to Luffy suggests the person is in the Philippines, which, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is. It just the, the, it may be, he may be, she may be in the Philippines. Because uh, you can you can fake that really easily. According to the police, the majority of those arrested appear to be, have been recruited online. One suspect has reportedly told officers that he told them, meaning the, these ringleaders, about me and my family, and I couldn't get out of it because I was afraid my family would be hurt. Huh. It's scary. Up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this is a developing story. We'll probably have more updates as it goes forward. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of scary. I like that the guy called himself Luffy, you know pirate from one piece so and then he literally found gold bullion is the is that is that a luffy 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 yeah is yeah. That a, yeah that's his name monkey maybe, D. Luffy. Maybe, maybe his name is luffy I, I don't know bet you it's based on that i have no idea a pirate finding gold booty <laughs> uh there's no way to segue to this in, in, a, in a good way <laughs> japanese junior high school principal arrested for soliciting child oh <laughs> Hmm. Uh, a six, they, they, you know, we need that. We need that. Like, boom, 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 boom. wow. We need that sound effect. <laughs> on this show. A sixty-year-old principal uh, of junior, uh, a sixty-year-old principal of a junior high school in the northwest of Tokyo was arrested on Thursday on suspicion of soliciting an underage girl for sex last year. 
I'm not going to say his name, is suspected of violating the country's child prostitution and pornography prohibition laws after promising to pay, that's a lot of PPPP words, uh, cash to a then 15-year-old girl at a hotel in Niigata Prefecture last November, according to police. Which, you know, that's if, that, if that's true, that's that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean... What's what, what's the rule? Is look look, principal guy. It's half your age plus seven. Okay, that's the universal law. Is wait, that's for dating, right? What's it for? Just hookups. Half your age plus seven. Okay. <laughs> is there a difference? So for, it'd be thirty-seven for, for you, sir. You are sixty years old, so that's thirty if you half it. Plus seven is thirty-seven. So don't. Fifteen isn't even close. Not even near. I. How could you even do that? 15, like, it's a kid. Kids are smelly and gross. What What is wrong with these people? Like, they really are. The kids are smelly and gross. And they're like, these guys are, I don't get it. I don't get it. No, we're moving on. Yeah, okay. bye bye, principal. Just, if you're guilty, if he, if he really did this, good, good, goodbye. Um, Jeff, uh, so speaking of... Uh, 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 there's no segue to this either. Uh, Japan Prime Minister Kishida, who I hate, made no, I've made no, no, I've, you know, I've been, I've made this very vocal. I don't like him. I think he's doing a terrible job. And I, and I, and I want, what's his name? Kono Taro to be Prime Minister. Let's get him in there. Come on. Have you seen this Kono Taro's Twitter? I mean, you've told me about him and so, he seems like a interesting guy. He's so good. He's so fun. Everything he's touched has, has been gold. Like the, the vaccine rollout. I criticized him in the beginning because I was like, what are you guys doing? Like 99% vaccination rate in Japan. I mean, I think that's a little, you know, exaggerated, close, close, but it's very close. Yeah. yeah. Everything he's ever done, he's just done a great job. Kono Taro. And then the fact that his name is Taro, it's like John Smith. Come on, President John Smith. That'd be so great. <laughs> right, anyway, PM Kishida cautious about same-sex marriage. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida on Thursday struck a, struck a cautious tone about legally recognized same-sex marriage uh, in line with the other group of seven countries that have already adopted the practice. We need to be extremely careful in considering the matter as if it could affect the structure of family life in Japan, Kishida said in a parliamentary session, although several, uh, although several lawsuits have been filed across the nation by same-sex couples. Japan has not acknowledged same-sex marriage as many members of the conservative liberal D democratic pro party uh, led by Kishida have opposed the concept, emphasizing the country's traditional values, such as the role of women in giving birth and raising children. Okay, Kishida, listen, uh, you, uh, you have a wife that lives in a completely different prefecture. You guys have been separated for what I can tell about 30 fucking years, and you're going to tell people how they should be married. Shut the hell up. He does. He's been like separated from his wife. There's like an article. It's like PM Kishida's wife like <laughs> tells all about how her life is so free because he's not around. Awesome. And he's trying to tell other people what they should do. I wonder what kind of traditional family roles he does, you know? Yeah, the traditional family role of probably... No, I'm not going to say that. I'm trying to be nice. This is like it's 2023, guys. I'm just trying to be nice. No more hot takes. Japan on the verge of societal collapse due to plummeting birth rate, Prime Minister said. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same fucking idiot. Um, uh, okay, Japan Prime Minister Fumio Kishida, I'm just going to keep saying his name, spoke in desperate terms about the country's cater, uh, cratering birth rate in an address to his nation's parliament on Monday. Now or never, when it comes to policies regarding births and child rearing, it, uh, it is it is an issue that simply cannot wait any longer. 
The number of childbirths dropped below 800,000 last year. Japan is standing in the verge of whether standing on the verge of whether we can continue to function as a society he added for perspective japan uh, experienced nearly two million births per year throughout the 1970s all right ricky what do you think about this well there's a lot to be done and changed if he wants to succeed what was it that we had last week that he's giving five thousand yen that was tokyo but yeah they were uh, giving, tokyo they're like here's him. here's a shiny penny have some kids <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna have kids now yeah there's definitely way more that needs to be done in in terms of work-life balance and yeah. you know not just deciding to oh this is a women's role to have kids and be at home well okay here's i think i mean i've talked about this before if you want more kids one Make more uh, publicly funded, uh, 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 what do you call it? Like uh, yeah, kindergartens, uh, kindergartens for, for, for kids. That's a big expense. Okay, one. Two, make certain things that the kids have to do way less expensive. For like, for example, they buy these dano seru, it's like backpacks. Oh, yeah. They're like $500,000. It's like crazy. And it's like, you know, they should just, they have, and the uniforms, the school uniforms. Some of these schools have like designer label uniforms. I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, that's understandable if, you know, it's a private school and people can afford it. Yeah. But if it's for a public school. Yeah. Public schools should just shouldn't. have everything yeah. standardized and it should be, I mean, sliding scale is fine with me. Sliding scale payments is fine with me. So that's one thing that they could do. They can also publicly fund things like maternity leave, which they do to some extent. Mm-hmm. But also really help out the moms to to have like, you know, that support if they wish to go back to the workplace. Because a lot of moms just, they don't want to, a lot of women don't want to like leave the workforce. And then when they do leave, they don't come back. So that's also problematic. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of, uh, not just, what is it? maternity harassment and yeah like even sexual harassment and saying oh you're you're young you're gonna get married you're gonna have kids what are you gonna do and then another thing that they can do is they can help reduce the stigma which you know they currently are making of the working mom they think that you know mom should stay home well that's in contradiction with these shrinking population we need more workers and on top of that it's like you know before you could have a this is the same thing that's happening in the united states before you could have a a a of home a house you could buy a house you could have a car or two you could have four or five kids and support all of that through the salary of your factory working husband <laughs> fucking good luck doing that now yeah it's just not gonna work so so you know they need to they need to destigmatize the working mom and if they, they can do little things like this they can try try to start turning it around and also responsible immigration would also be a thing about that but anyway um speaking getting back to your point um, my next story is paying people to have babies backfires in japan because of the course more, it does. <laughs> the more I hear about this. Here we go. The time, the, this time, the subsidies were going to be handed out were about $400 US to match the average price for giving birth at a clinic. Now, what do you think happened? What They, they gave 400 bucks to, the, to, to, to birthing mommies, mm-hmm. the average price of the clinic cost. So what do you think happened? Because it's backfired. So what do you think happened? So no one took this no, money? No, no, no. So the clinics just upped their prices by $400. Ah, come on. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I kind of respect that. You know? I kind of respect that. <laughs> that that's, that's, I like your hustle. <laughs> yeah, that's that's capitalism at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have a shrinking population, guys. But um, but you know, uh, to help with that, uh, Japan's foreign worker population hits record one point eighty two million. In this room, we have one, two, three. 
hey, I'm part of this 1.82 million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yet, uh, yeah. So yeah, record 1.82 million foreigners were working in Japan as of the end of October last year. Government data showed on Friday. It's a 5.5 rise from the year before, driven primarily by labor shortages, as mm. well as foreign students and permanent residents finding employment. So that's I, excellent. I am totally great, good with, uh, with re- responsible immigration to Japan, but I do stress one thing that I really think Japan needs to do a little bit better job with. And what they can look at Finland, who does a great job at this. Mm. They need to have assimilation programs. And I know that sounds bad, especially hearing it from a white guy, mostly white guy. <laughs> okay, I get it. But what I mean by this <laughs> is that these people who are coming to live in the country, they need to be able to function. And so language and cultural lessons, I mean, they don't, I'm not saying that the people who come here need to throw away their culture, but they have to be respective. Of, they have to be respect. They have to respect the culture here, right? And so, as long as that can be, that's the case. Then I think reasonable, responsible immigration is a beautiful thing. Um, it's when you do it like Sweden, for example, where they're like, "Oh yeah, you can you can immigrate here. You completely non-religious, uh, you know, incompatible people." These, these, you know, I'm not going to say what religion, but people who have an incompatible with Western ideology religion. And by the way, you can just live wherever you want. So then they make these kind of like neighborhoods, these like no go zones filled with a certain type of ethnicity. And it's like it's they bring all their their home problems. and stuff. We have this problem in in America, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we well, I don't know if it's still a problem like it used to be but before like um when korea town was a thing right in in la and then like they like these these people would immigrate and then bring a lot of their like home drama with them right right and yeah. so like like if there if there is a more of a, a social support system where they the immigrants don't not not they don't they don't have to like rely on each other and like group together for support if they can um you know uh, like be a part of the greater society, make Japanese mm-hmm. friends, go to Japanese school and, and just become part of the Japanese fabric. That's the best case scenario. And I yep. think that the Finland does a really good job of this. I mean, the second you come in there and doesn't matter where you're from, they start teaching you Finnish and they, they, they do a really, really good job of it. They teach you the Finnish values and all that other stuff. And it's like, you can ask like the teachers and the, the people that are living in Finland, they're like, Oh yeah, our assimilation program is really, really good. I mean, I guess assimilation is just not the great word because it sounds like the Borg. <laughs> What would you say? What would you say other than assimilation? I would say assimilation too, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean that, that, that's what it is. And, and, um, and in my opinion, and like this is it's biased because I'm part Japanese. But if you go to a country because you like that country, you should respect that country's values and their beliefs and things like that. And I mean, I make fun of Japan on this show a lot, but I do it with absolute love and respect. I do. I do. I, I, I totally do. Like, I really do. I have deep reverence for this country. I really do. That's why when I see politicians, especially doing silly things, I'm like, you guys are dumb. Stop doing that. <laughs> Who do you think the largest group was of um, foreign workers? Oh, you mean in 2022? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say somewhere in Southeast Asia, maybe oh. Vietnamese. Hey. Is that right? Yeah. You, you wow. hit the nail on the head. Vietnamese nice. nationals were 25%. And see, there there are some countries that I think that are generally compatible with the Japanese, uh, you know, Japanese way of life. And I think Vietnamese is what I, uh, as I'm not just, yeah, I'm, what is the word? Generalizing here. But that's a pretty easy uh, transition to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, that, and that's something to think about when you when you when you allow immigration, you get to pick and choose who comes. 
I mean, this is the great thing about Silicon Valley, right? Is they go, all right, if you have a PhD in engineering or in coding, come on. You know, I mean, that's that's what you want. Yeah. You know, you don't. You, and then but America does immigration so dumb. We're like, oh, we don't want the Mexicans to come because we're, you know, we're we're strong on the border politicians. Meanwhile, we're not going to do anything about it. So they illegally come because the country would fucking shut down if they didn't. Have you seen that documentary, A Day Without Mexicans or something like that? Uh, no, I haven't, but I, I can, you know I, can I can imagine, yeah. Dude, like, the country would fucking stop working. America would shut down if all the Mexicans <laughs> left. No, I'm serious. Dude, you're half Mexican. How do you feel about this? I mean, well, one, wasn't that really funny border wall going up and everyone's just like, we can just fly over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Most illegal immigration happens through airplanes. Yeah. And... Come in on a, a visitor visa and just stay. No one, I mean, very few people actually cross the desert, you know? Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, it's it's you. You lived in you lived in Mexico for a year before you came here. What was like the general consensus about like Trump's wall? Uh, we didn't really talk about that, but we we did. From what I, what I heard a lot was that uh, you know, Mexico really relies on like the states allowing it to like grow or not. Mm. So if there were like less opportunities, well, it's because maybe the States wasn't allowing it to happen. Uh, so that was like the general feeling. Yeah. Going, uh, I mentioned him every show. I hope he comes on the show. Peter Zion was talking about this. He's like, you know, America and Canada and Mexico need to just be buddies fucking forever because like mm -hmm. that's if we don't do that, you know, it's, it's going to be hard for any of us to survive independently. And I, I totally believe that. And this is interesting. I'm a U.S. citizen. You are half Mexican and you were raised a little bit in Mexico, but you're a Canadian citizen. So there we go. North America. Yeah. yeah just, just make that North American sandwich happen. Come on. Well, isn't it like, what was it? 1984, I think, where they have the super states. And I think North America is just like one giant super state. Oh, I possible? read that book about 25 years ago. Anyway. But yeah, that would be, that'd be super cool. Yeah. I don't like know. Have our own little. Like uh, Europe. Yeah, like you're just like Europe, and you know, uh, for the next World Cup, it's gonna be the three countries together. So, I don't know. I, I just, I, 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 immigration. Like I said, just getting back to the point. Like you just, you need, you need to do it in a smart way, and no one wants to talk about it because people get really funny about it. It's like, no, I don't want these other people in my country. You know what I mean? They get funny about it. But if you have the, like, the adult conversation, like, hey guys, shrinking population, we need to, we need, we need migrants, we need immigrants. So who do we want? That would be the better conversation to have, not just ignoring it and let it happen in like, you know, mm. ways that you can't control. Speaking of employees, Nituri, if you guys don't know what Nituri is, it's basically like, um, it's like uh, the, it's like the wish.com version of Ikea. Do, do they also use like funny names? Like Louie and Kunging? No, they're not that fun. Waffle okay. And they only have like one color, off-white. Have you been to a Nitori? Not yet. Josh, have you been to a Nitori? Yeah, of course I have. Okay, how many colors do they have? It's there are like four colors for everything. It's I think like, you're represented by your sweater today. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I can point at my sweater and they have those colors basically. It's like beige, like an off faded blue, like a kind of a yellow color. I don't think we're out of colors now. Wow. I, I don't know. It's just they're going for a look. Yeah. I mean I don't hate Nitori. Sometimes I buy stuff there, but it's like that's what they are. Anyway. On January 25th, Saitama police, because a Saitama man, we've on the show we have an ongoing theme that Saitama oh. is the Florida of Japan. Oh, really? Yeah, because it is. <laughs> every, Saitama man. Every time something stupid happens, it's always like a Saitama man. I swear to God. <laughs> okay. Every time. 
On January 25th, uh, Saitama police arrested 47-year-old, I'm not going to say his name, for stealing from from a Nitori store in uh, Kumagaya City, Saitama Prefecture, where he was employed as a part-time security guard. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This gets better. The items included a pot lid and mattress and have a total value of about $293. A, neat, a different Nitori employee uh, discovered that uh, th- the thievery was afoot. Why did you write like this, Sora News 24? While looking at a flea market website and finding an account that listed over 700 Nitori items as brand new and marked down. Oh, wow. 700 items? Okay, wasn't it? He just kept stealing shit and <laughs> like selling it online. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a bad hustle if you think about it. For, for, for a second, I thought it was just a pot lid and a mattress. I was like, what was your initial plan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe he had some mouths to feed. Speaking of mouths, Ricky. Yes? I want I- you to look at this kanji. I want you to look at this kanji. Okay, so now this, what the? This kanji is the kanji kuchi, which means mouth. It's the radical. It's the only thing in it, and it's in there twelve times. What do you think this kanji mm. means? Loud conversation, mur- murmurs, murmurs, whispers. I mean, this this really just looks like some dude just went kuchi and. Coochie. Someone just bored. <laughs> Someone just kept on drawing so, squares. So what this means is it means oshaberi, which you know means like talkative. That, that, that's it? So this should probably just be on my business card as my name from now on. Oh like, what's your name? I'm Oshaberi-san. You know what? Was that phobia of like things with holes in them? Oh, tripa deck of something. Yeah, tripa dude that's oh, kind of like triggered. dude i went to a, i did a tv uh, uh uh what do you call it? location shoot where i was like reporting on mushrooms and they come out of like these little pots that have the little holes and the mushrooms come out of it so like the director couldn't deal with it because she had tri- <laughs> tripophobia tripophobia oh. yeah she had tripophobia so she was just like going around like this the entire time i was like hey ayumi look <laughs> 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 Such a dick. <laughs> One of your staff has it too. Who? Kanna. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Can... so I like to show her pictures. <laughs> I gotta fuck with her about this. I gotta fuck with her. About... But the thing is, is that Kanna doesn't react at all, and she's got this time lag. She's like a she's like a like a low uh, underspect PC. Well, you throw something heck? at her, and she'll just freeze. Dun. And then she'll respond to you. Like, there's this processing time. She's got to render out a response or something like that. It's crazy. I wonder if I show her something with a bunch of holes in it. It'll take her some time to process it. Sure, that kanji. All right. Anyway, so that was 12 coochie. Well, from full-on coochie to pussy. (laughs) But not the one you're thinking about. The Hyatt Regency Osaka will soon offer cat-friendly hotel rooms for you and your feline friend. So uh, it's close to Universal Studios Japan, and they're going to start offering cat-friendly hotel rooms that will you can book from February 1st. <laughs> cool. And that's the whole story. Actually, the picture of that looks really cool. We People don't have the their show, cats. But... Yeah, and look, each, each room has a large cat tower. Can you imagine the smell of that hotel, though? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a cat. Cat smell. Like... Like sometimes, like sometimes, especially if they have an older cat, you'll meet somebody and you'll just be like, excuse me, do you have a cat? 
And they'll be like, why do you know? I'm like, yeah, because you smell like cats. Mm. And people, I'm not anti-cat, by the way. I just think that they smell sometimes. And, and people, you know, you anthropomorphize your, your pet. So there's like a luxurious cat bed also offers a bit of privacy for cats that just want a little cat nap in peace. I did the like in, in, in the photos of this article, I did like that there was the little like shelf on the window. I like those. Those are cool. So like the cat could climb up on the window and like look out and like hang out on the shelf on the mm-hmm. window. And uh, according to... Galaxy, fuck, I don't remember his last, his first name. Something Galaxy, the um, the cat guy. He's he's like, what's his name? Jackson Galaxy. Jackson Galaxy, oh. that's his name. He uh, he was on a TV show called Cats from Hell, I think. <laughs> he wrote a book called Total Total Cat Mojo. Yeah. My Cat from Hell. And he was on a TV show called My Cat from Hell. I think he wrote a book called Cat Daddy. Yeah. Oh, Cat, cat Daddy. Daddy and Total Cat Mojo. And I've read both of these books. I have. I've read both of these not, books. Not Meow Joe. Oh, God. Anyway, he <laughs> talks about in that book, Cat Television or Cat TV. And it's like interesting things for your cat to sit and stare at. And one of those things is that, you know, if you have like a window with, with activity outside of your house, like people walking by or whatever, cats enjoy sitting and looking out the window. So I learned that. Little little psychos. Basically, I had an ex who had cats and this ex did not raise her fucking cats right. And I read books on how to raise a cat. And I was like, look, you did it wrong. No, I, and I was actually trying to be helpful. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you did it wrong. I was like, Goodbye. I was like, hey, let's try to make this better. But that did not work. That, that was, cat people are interesting. Anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, now. Wait, you, no. Oh, wait, no. Speaking of hot pussy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pet dog, cat involvement suspected in two fires in Japan in 2022. Japanese fire authorities. And there's a great graphic of this, but we can't show it because it's like, it's, you know. Uh, Japanese fire authorities and a major gas appliance manufacturing su- manufacturer suspect two fires that occurred in the country in 2022 were started by pet dogs and cats accidentally lighting gas stoves in the kitchen. Holy moly. <laughs> According to the gas appliance company, whatever, headquartered in Nagoya, the fires both involved push-button stoves, which, unlike those with rotary switches, can be turned on if pets lean on them. <laughs> That would suck. I would, I could just imagine a cat accidentally turning on the stove and then kind of nonchalantly looking at the fire and be like, fuck, that's not my problem. And just like casually walking away as your house burns down. <laughs> Cats don't give a fuck. Yeah, at least a dog would try to warn you, right? Dog would be like, oh shit. Oh shit. What do I do? <laughs> cat would be like, no, it's not my problem. <laughs> anyway, I'm out of stories. Uh, well... Uh, now, fortunately, yeah, people will be able to enjoy or maybe set hotel rooms on fire more frequently because uh, Japan is going to downgrade the COVID-19 category as of May 8th. Yeah. So it's just going to be uh, in the same category as common infectious diseases. Basically, they're going to do like what the, the rest of the world did like, you know, six months ago, but they're going to do it now or no in May. I hope they're still. Oh, also, it, why it, May 8th? May the force be with you. I don't know. No. Wait, wait, what's going on, mate? What's, it's like January. They're like, in May, this pandemic will be better. But yeah, I mean, every, everything will be, you know, planned, thinking about maybe doing mulling. Mulling, considering, yeah, leaning towards. So they're going to do it. They have a date, which is good. 
No, no take backsies. She does just so awful. Anyway. And then uh, also with that, uh, China will partially resume overseas group tours. But, but Japan's not included. Good. I don't want giant masses of Chinese tourists to come to Japan like they did before. That was horrible. I'm not. No. I'm, I've said this before. I'm not racist against Chinese people or anything like that. If you had massive hordes of Americans coming to Japan, that would be fucking awful. That would probably be worse than the Chinese. Okay. I don't, we don't need massive hordes of people, tourists coming to Japan from anywhere. I mean, I really want to visit Kyoto before Japan opens up dude, too I much because apparently I, you can see the temples now. Yeah, like, <laughs> dude, when you, oh my God, pre-pandemic, I went to Kyoto, like maybe right before it got peaked out, uh, you know, the peak of Chinese tourism to Japan. And it was so bad. It was just a fucking luggage. They're just, they're taking their luggage with them. There's thousands of them. They're all crammed in this small historical places. It's just like horrible. Ruins everything. Yep. And um, so yeah, that, that was the time. And well, so so sorry for any Chinese tourists that wanted to visit Japan. Because no, 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 just come be by yourself. To. Don't go yeah. on your ma- massive stupid tour that you're not going to enjoy anyways. Also true. I think I know why it's May 8th, if you want to know. Why? Oh. Because that's the first day after Golden Week finishes. After Golden Week, okay. Yeah, so I'm guessing like after Golden Week, they're going to say like, okay, now you guys can do whatever you want. Oh. So what they should probably do is do it the, the right before and then everybody gets it during Golden Week. And then they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, no. Come on, guys. Like, we can't just keep doing this forever. I mean, it's like, you know, you know, like I keep saying before, like it's manageable. Everybody get vaccinated who wants to get vaccinated. Those who are at risk, don't do stupid things. Mm-mm. And everybody should just go back to normal. And then from now on, let's learn from this and, you know, do things like not gut the, the CDC in America. Don't listen to China when they're like, everything's fine because they're just always going to say that. We got ha- it under control. Have a plan in case. I mean, sorry. Uh, what's his name? Bill Gates got this right. Go see his TED talk from like five years before the pandemic. He's like, the following things are going to happen during a pandemic and we're not prepared for it. And I was like, fuck it, Bill Gates. And then it just, ha- it was like a, it was like a, it was like a script for the pandemic. It was like, check, 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 check. <laughs> Listen to the people who know what they're talking about. And Fauci is not a bad person. I don't know what you guys are on. Anyway. Anyway. Well, talking about someone not, not listening to other people. Apparently this, there was a lady oh who, who didn't like the train instructors or, or train staff's instructions. So she decided to go for a walk. On the train tracks in the busiest station, which is Shibuya Station. Jesus. So I, I, we just put it up on the screen. And holy moly, she's just walking. Yeah, so she's just like, she just decided like, okay, I, I, according to what some witnesses, like she wanted to get out or something like that. She wanted to go somewhere. And then, but she didn't understand how to do it. So she's like, fuck it, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Jump on the tracks. You know, I, I love how these people write because like, so ordinarily a woman strutting confidently in a pair of skimpy shorts and knee-high boots wouldn't be all that no- noteworthy at Shibuya at night because it's normal. But yeah. No, they have a word count to fill. That's what it is. It's uh, like, I have to hit my word count. That's how see, news works. It's dumb. Yeah. I asked for directions, but the person I asked wasn't helpful. So I got on the train tracks and made a big fucking stink. That, that's, that's how you do it. So I saw this thing. I saw something that I didn't want to put in the show, but I'll talk about it. Okay. There is this dude... 
this is hilarious at the end. It's not hilarious in the beginning. It was hilarious in the end. So just follow me through this, okay? All right. There was a dude. This is pre-pandemic. He was on a, he was on a train, and a girl was sleeping next to him. This is in, I think, Tokyo, okay? And he's sitting like this, and he puts his hand over here, and he's, like, fondling her breasts over her shirt while she's just sitting there asleep. Damn. And another passenger is filming them, thinking, oh, my God, what's going on here? And probably a, a, a female passenger or something like that films it and puts it on Twitter. So then this gets kind of like shared around Twitter, you know, so many times. And then it got posted to Reddit like recently. And they're like, oh, my God, look at this pre-pandemic video, blah, 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 blah. And then I went into the comments of that. I was like, what the fuck? Because this is before the pandemic. So no one's wearing a mask, right? So I'm like, you could easily identify this person. And I go into the comments and they're like, they identified him. They it's found him. And they, they doxed him on Twitter. So he's like a married man with three kids. So it's got like they found his photo that was online of him and like his wife and his three kids doxing him. Now, here's OK. So that's I hope he I, I think he was arrested, too. So good. OK, well, good. Good. Some evidence. Yeah, good. All good that he was arrested and I hope justice is served. OK, now here's the the funny part. OK, that all that's very serious. Let's just put that in its own little thing. It's done. OK, put it put it put there. OK, in the tw Twitter thread, one of the replies <laughs> Was from an adult website saying "Gaman Dikinai." <laughs> oh, okay. Which means, Can't resist the urge. It's like we have a sale. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh my god, it's so bad. And it's like, it's like you know, we have a sale. It's like a five yen for your first video or something like that. I was just like, oh my god, capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> some people are so creative. Again. You know, you gotta make money somewhere somehow. Oh Just my god, it. that was so bad. But anyway, fuck that guy. I could, I could, it was, it was, it was uncomfortable to watch that video. I was just like, oh, because like, you know, there's like Japanese like like adult genres of various things, and one of them is like train porn. It's a thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. And so at first I thought I was looking at that because I like it was like, oh my god, this is disgusting. You know, Reddit links they never have like context, mm -hmm. so I can't find anything when you go to search for it. And I was looking, I was like, what the hell am I looking at? And then I realized what it was is sexual harassment, like, or molestation, I guess it would be. I was just like, oh my God, that's disgusting. I mean, like one, what? anyway. So yeah, I'm glad that he, I think he got arrested. I'm glad he did. But anyway, well, that's, his I don't know how you're going to segue. I don't know. How you're oh, gonna... No, 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 no. That I was, I was going to say that's his funeral. And you know what else gets funerals? <laughs> <laughs> Millennium old Japanese temple offering funeral service for broken record player needles. Oh, look at them. I don't, get, so cool. I don't get it. I don't what, Why? Why the needles? So this music temple, Ongakuji, wants, Ongakuji. To send, wants to send audio equipment off with the respect it deserves. So this is a Buddhist temple. Yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently, oh, do you know what the needle is called? The actual, it has a name. Does it start with a T? It starts with an S. No, I don't know. Apparently it's called a stylus. And uh, it has a little uh, housing called a cartridge or pickup. Yeah, cool. So they're, they're sending it off. Again, another thing that that requires hustle. Capitalism. You uh, dude, temples, they make money, man. They make so much money. Yeah, I've said this before on the show. When you die and you have your funeral in a temple, mm -hmm. they, you have to buy a new name for yourself. Seriously, you buy a new name? This is what happens, Ricky. Okay. You go to the ATM. You get a massive amount of cash. And as much, the more cash you get, the better the name. And you go to the temple and you go, here, religious guy, here's all my money. And he goes, Victor. <laughs> I swear to God, this is how this works. 
<laughs> and it's their in-depth in name. If you're Buddhist, I'm pissing you off. I'm sorry. Can, can, can I keep my OG name? Like, so, I like Rick. The, and the more expensive the name, the, the better the life that you have in your next reincarnation or something, whatever bullshit they came up with. I forgot. About it. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear to God, you just buy a name for yourself. You think I'm kidding? I'm not fucking wow. around. I was talking to a monk about this and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, let me get this straight. I was like, how do you pick the name? He's like, he's like, he said some bullshit. But just be, it, it translates to Victor. <laughs> <laughs> and like they pay real money for it and i was like how okay i was like okay so what's what's the what's the hustle on this like how much is the name it's like i'm like i'm thinking like a thousand yen maybe 10 bucks or something like that mm -hmm. he's like oh the cheap names go for about a thousand dollars oh my gosh i'm like how much are the i was like how, how much are the expensive names he's like oh they can go up like you know up to a million dollars i'm like are you serious he's like yeah i'm like four up Victor, <laughs> you know, there, there's only if if I do die, I I already have like one wish. I I think I've told Josh before, but I want to get like the 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 Kenyan funeral dance oh dancing my service. God. That that's that's what I want for my funeral. That's that's, I, I would I would leave like big bucks in my will or something just for that. The the they dance with the the the, the casket exactly, and and then I would put like a fake body in it so it, like. You like, wouldn't do it. You would ask. I would ask. It, it would all be planned out in my will. Okay. And then my fake body would like come out and tumble down a hill or something. <laughs> Freak everyone up. <laughs> something like that. Can you give me a Spanish word to say in, in like <laughs> shock and surprise when that happens? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I can't think of one at the moment. Por <laughs> qué? <laughs> Thank you, Josh. <laughs> that, that would be a good one. Appropriate oh to tell them about Oh my god, that's so dumb. <laughs> so my my VP of my company, she's like, she's Japanese, and she's like, okay, what what do you what do you want when you die? And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm dead. I was like, I don't care about. It. I'm just thinking about that. And she's like, okay, she's like, do you want to be buried in Kagoshima or do you want to be buried back in Las Vegas? And I was like, I don't have anything in with my heart back in Vegas. And she's like, okay, what we'll do is we'll cut you in half <laughs> and half of your body will go to Las Vegas and half of your body will go here. I'm like, you don't need to do that. That's unnecessary. Just, just do whatever you fuck want. She's like, okay, so if we cut you in half, do you want to be cut like this or like this? What? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm trying to imagine this person's thinking. I'm just like, uh, and it comes to the, the, the how was it? How dogs wear pants. Uh, what is that? Internet. Is it dogs? I think it's dogs too, but like, it's like, how do dogs wear pants? Is it the <laughs> lower half or is it all four legs? Yeah. That's like what I thought about when she was saying that to me. <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, I don't care. I was like, just, just don't pay for a name for me. I don't need a name. Get, what was what that word? Bifurcated. Bifurcated. We don't need to bifurcate Dissected. me. We don't need, we don't need two of me. No. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, getting back to the needles, <laughs> I mean, the, the needle, the, the needle is gone with respect, with respect. <laughs> so this is just, why do they only re like retire the needles? Why don't they do the whole record play? Is it too big? Logistics? Probably. To be honest. It, I mean, when they, if that'd be like getting a funeral for a person for only their penis, <laughs> like a box of dicks, this is all the people who died. Here's their dicks in a box. <laughs> <laughs> we have a theme song for this. 
It's my dick in a box. <laughs> it's an actual song. I know. You can get the different thematic boxes. Like, here's the pizza box. Here's the pr- Christmas present box. I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, well, so anyway. You know, now that we're laughing a lot, I, I, I'm, th- I'm going to go to this article where 72% of foreigners in a survey say they've been disappointed by bad breath in Japan. Yep. So yep. I can see it. So yeah, have you been disappointed by bad breath in Japan? Well, okay. When I first moved to Japan, okay, my the head of the board of education was my boss. He was like eighty five years old. I think he's dead now. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> you just imagine something stupid. <laughs> anyway, anyway, he uh, he uh, he. This man, like yes. whatever he had for breakfast that day, you knew because oh. it was still in his fucking teeth. <laughs> Oh god! Every day, every time, and he'd come to my desk, and he just—he's not a very tall man because he's like a million years old, right? And so, him standing up and me sitting down is about him being about this tall, and he'd get really fucking close to me and speak to me and just shower me with presents. <laughs> you know, there's a really nice French word for this: is pastillonne. What does that mean? It's when you spit while you talk. Pastillonne. Yep. Yep. He, he, he pussed the end all over you. Oh my god! <laughs> and then every day, and I'm just like, stop. And, so, and anyway, yeah, horrible. It was just halitosis. It was just gross. So apparently, this article says that part of the reason for bad breath in Japan is that it's cultural, and also something about health. What do you think are the the two main reasons people would have, like culturally, would have? Uh, I don't know. They're wearing a mask all day, so they get stinky after mask breath. I mean, maybe. Well, it's it's really interesting. Here it says. People like apparently Japanese people don't, you know, are conscious about not opening their mouths too wide when they laugh. Yeah, or they know. do like <laughs> we put our your hands before your mouth, you know, and uh, also so because of that, there's less pressure to take care of your breath. So you know, maybe they don't need to. I mean, call bullshit yeah. on that. And I I think it's probably something else. And the other one, I th- I think you might have mentioned it, is the fact that there's a lot of uh, drinking and smoking. That's probably what it is. That happens the, at the same time. I think it's I think it's a lot of things. I think one, the especially the guys, they just drink fuck tons tons of coffee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you like went out and got sm- smashed with the with the boss the day before, woke up hungover, and then had yourself a bunch of cigarettes and a bunch of coffee, you're not gonna smell like roses. You're just not. You're gonna smell like a fucking ashtray that has whiskey in it and a bunch of just like horribleness. <laughs> And and also it might be, the, the survey might be a bit biased because it was done, you know, with younger people that are hanging out at like bars and stuff. And also the phrasing, have you ever been disappointed by a Japanese person's breath? So it was already leading them on. Yeah. Um, I've never been to France, but from what I hear about, from when I ask Japanese people about France, French, France, France, they always say fr- French people smell bad because they smell like cigarettes or like uh, perfume or cologne. Hmm. Cologne gay. So, uh, and then when I asked my Japanese friends what they think about when they went to America, a lot of them say that Americans, they don't smell bad, but they have a scent. And this happened when I went home this last time to, to, to Vegas. It's true because by and large, Americans use fabric softener way more and smelly shampoo way more than Japanese people do. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of smells going on, you know, and people put on a lot of... Uh... Cologne, yeah, like axe and all that cheap shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You just walk in somewhere. It's like, whoa, I can smell, you know, that person from across the room. So, like, in Japan, it's mostly polite to not smell, Mm-mm. you know? And so, like, you, when you go back to the United States, it does, it's true. It's like, there's a scent to everything. So, that salt on your nose. Yeah. And also the food in the States. Everything's got color or sugar. Everything has sugar. Every fucking thing has sugar in it. I'm like, can I get this without sugar? They're like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Everything has sugar in it. It's crazy. Water, sugar. He's like, here's no, 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 because no, they made vitamin water, right? Which has sugar in it or something, right? Mm. It's like he's like, let's reinvent water, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hated being back in the states. It was garbage. I couldn't get a black iced coffee for the life of me. Like, what a concept, Josh. You just went back to Hawaii. How was your Hawaiian experience, scent wise? Everything smells like flowers and fruit in Hawaii. Like in Maui, at least. Is that so, is that because there's flowers and fruit everywhere? Is that because they was out there like they're trying to make it like that? I think it's kind of both. Like a lot of shops, they use uh, floral scents and stuff like that. Or a lot of uh, gift shops and stuff, they sell like hand lotion too. And all of it is just like fruit and flowers. So everything just smells like kind of fruity. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, I thought it smelled nice. <laughs> But I did get what you what you're, you're saying, Mitch. Like when I went back, like everything had a smell. Like every time I entered a place, I was like, "This has a very distinct smell." Mm. Like Japan has smells. Don't get me wrong. If you if you go in front of a, a what is it called tonkotsu ramen yasan, if you go to tonkotsu, what would that be called in English? Pork bone broth. There you go. Pork bone broth ramen shop. If you go by the exhaust fan for it, it smells like. Well, if you if you haven't gotten used to the very subtle difference between the two mm. it can just smell like raw diarrhea <laughs> it right i'm not lying about this i'm not lying about this and then after a while you get to be able to just differentiate the two smells it's just like natto and stinky feet they are the exact same smell until you start to differentiate them right i'm not kidding this is true yeah I, it definitely smells like swamp something <laughs> And so, what am I talking about? Right, so there's smells in Japan, okay? Uh, for example, uh, it, when you're outside in Tokyo or in Osaka during the summer seasons, it can smell sometimes like like garbage, mm. frankly. Um, if you're in the countryside, especially in the summer, if you're by farms, it can be a horrible smell. But usually, in my experience, when you're walking around in Japan, there's less of a scent to areas, than there is in the United States, especially less of a fake scent, mm. you know, um, an artificial scent. It, and something I appreciate about wearing masks is that I don't need to smell other people or their food. <laughs> it's kind of great. Every time I remove my mask on the plane or something to like, you know, have the water or whatever they gave me, uh, I was like, whoa, I can smell everybody. This kind of gross. And now it's back. <laughs> oh, yeah. My little sanctuary. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I have no more allergies because of mask wearing. Oh, my allergies awesome. are gone. Yeah, because every time I'm outside, I, I usually wear my mask. So I have I didn't have any allergies for like three years. Like I haven't bought Claritin for three years. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, that was a good thing. Now, now according to Alex, like there's microplastics in, in masks and that's getting in your lungs is going to kill everybody. I don't know if he's just being British. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll see about that. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. Breath, that's a smells. It's just kind of like a cultural thing. Yes, yeah, brush your teeth, uh, floss, you know. We had a, that conversation on the mint. radio. Japanese people, flossing in Japan is a recent thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, please floss. It's good for you. It's good for you. It's good for everybody. Just don't use those little plastic disposable flossing things. I think Josh uses them. 
I used to use them They're, until you scolded me. They're so <laughs> bad for the environment. It's like, here's a never going to biodegrade piece of plastic daily. I, I, I bought like a wand that you can like tie on. You buy the floss and you tie it on. Oh, that's and then a good you, idea. Use a tool. Yeah. You know? Use your monkey brain. Use a tool. <laughs> I rubbed two neurons together. <laughs> Anyway, guys, that's been our show today. Uh, thanks for putting Ricky in the intro, Joshy. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that dinosaur video. I was, I as soon as we talked about putting him in the intro, I was like, I know what video I'm using. <laughs> dinosaur video, dude. Ever uh, there's so many like those dinosaur costume like videos on the internet. Like they're like, you know what would make this situation better? Dinosaur costumes. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good anyway that's what I show today guys uh, check out the link uh, link to all of the articles in the description there's also a, make sure that you get subscribed to us uh, also there's a link to our Patreon if you want to support us uh, we basically do this every week and uh, we do it for the coffee because I don't pay these people uh, anyway uh, that's been our show today we'll see you guys next week everybody goodbye bye Thank you guys so much for listening, and a special thank you to our supporters on Patreon. Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, Ellen, Dennis P., and Ellen Mary. You guys rock.